you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While the crowd was pressing on Jesus and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. He saw two boats along the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to pull out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from that boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, pull out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said, Master, we have been hard at work all night and have caught nothing. But at your command, I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish. Their nets were near tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. Then they had both boats filled, and the boats were in danger of sinking. They were so full. Simon Peter saw this, and he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, O Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of fish they had made seized him, and all who were with him, and likewise James and John the sons of Zebedee, who were partners of Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, confronted by Jesus' great miracle, Peter looks at himself and says, Depart from me, I'm a sinner. Paul, we just heard in that beautiful selection from the Holy Scriptures, in which he talks about his own experiences with Christ in Corinthians, talks about his being the least of the apostles the least worthy to, be have, to have been called an apostle. He acknowledges his sinfulness. And believe me, he had scores of sin. He used to go into the homes of the Christians and pull them out and kill them because they were Christians, he being a Pharisee. But then the conversion took place. And he writes to his friends of Corinth and tells them, stop this Greek philosophy stuff. Jesus really was alive, Jesus really died, and I'm a witness of Jesus alive. Their philosophy was like the, the body is no good, the only thing in existence is the soul, 
So Paul had to address that. The real Jesus is alive as he acknowledges his sinfulness. And then we have this beautiful miracle in the temple from Isaiah. Now Isaiah was, he was a prophet and a priest through three kingdoms. He was there a long time. And he, a prophet's job is not to, you know, glass bowl the future, I'm going to see what's going on. The prophet's job in the days of all faith, our faith, Christian Judeo-Christian tradition, is to bring the people back to God and, and point out the mistakes that they're making. Because a prophet represents God and he's bringing them back. So he knows he's a sinner already. And he's in the temple and God has a plan for him, like he has a plan for every one of you and me. And God calls him forward and he heals the angels. He heals the, what we sing every, every Sunday. Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts. He sings that. The rafters were, were shaking. Dust was flying. And he says, no, no, I, I can't do anything you want me to do because I'm, I'm, an un, I'm just like your people. I'm, I'm a sinner. And the angel of the Lord gets a coal out of the fire of the incense and washes his mouth. A vision. And he was able to speak. And then he hears the voice of God. I have a mission. Who can I send? Isaiah says, Here I am, Lord. Send me. Peter says, Depart from me. But Jesus says, Uh-uh. I got a mission for you. You're going to be people catcher. You're going to be a people person. You're going to be a man that I send out to men and women to bring them to me. And Paul, having acknowledged his faith and confrontation with Jesus Christ himself, his life is there. He's, he's ready. He's on the mark. He's preaching. He's going to lay his life down. Behind the darkness of our lives, for we who have faith, there's light. And isn't that our, our whole story? You realize today, in the first reading, uh, second reading, Paul's letter to the Corinthians, this little section I handed on to you, what I got also from Christ. Okay, here it is. This is the heart and soul of our faith. Christ died for our sins. First of all, he came, of course. Christ died for our sins as the scriptures fulfilled. He appeared to the twelve. He then appeared to 500 and more, some who were dead, some who were alive. Then he appeared to the apostles. Finally, he appeared to me. And then eventually, by the grace of God, returned to the Father. That is the, what we call the kerygma, the heart and soul of our faith. Jesus Christ came. Jesus Christ did God's work. Jesus Christ died. Jesus Christ resurrected. And he's exalted at the right hand of the Father right now, watching over us. So he's the light. So Isaiah says, no, no, you can't send me. I'm a sinner. You're sending a sinner to the sinful people to bring them to you. But I'm a sinner. That's what I want. I want a sinner to do my work. Keep your saints. Keep your prophets. I want sinners to do my work. And behind every sin and darkness of our lives, as long as we hold on to Christ and believe in him, comes the light, his light, enlightenment, faith. Our eyes wide open. Paul had it too. 
terrible sinner. He didn't think he was a sinner because he was doing what the Jews wanted him to do, kill Christians. And how many people are still guided by that bizarre concept of killing in the name of God? It's not God's work. It never has been God's work. God, who is the Lord of life. So Paul wakes up. Hey, he wakes up by being thrown on his backside. You know that story, right? He's on his way to Damascus to slay more Christians. And Christ appears to him in a light. What are you doing? Who are you? Paul is saying as he's blinded on his backside. Who are you? I am Jesus, and you're persecuting me. He wakes up. He's brought into town. He's given instructions. He's baptized. The scales of blindness fall from his eyes, and he becomes Paul of Tarsus, our saint Paul, great theologian of the first century. This who was a sinner bringing God's light to other people through his word. Isaiah, a sinner, bringing God's light and word through his knowledge and acceptance of himself. And then we love Paul. Peter, don't you love Peter? Peter always has a big mouth. My grandmother used to tell, you know, Peter always had a big mouth. And Peter always was grandiose. So the gospel according to Rosalia had a story in it. Rosalie was my grandma, my Sicilian grandmother. I think she wrote one of the Gospels. It's not printed. You don't know it. So, so in the Gospel according to Rosalia, Jesus and his friends are hungry. You know, he had super-duper powers. So Jesus says, you know, go get some stones. Bring them over. I'll bless them. And you'll have something to eat because I'll make them bread. Ooh, Peter got... Uh, Paul got this, and James got this, and all these, they all got something, oh, it's a little piece of bread, you know, one for Jesus, okay. Where's Peter? He's rolling in this boulder. He's rolling in the boulder. Peter had a big appetite. So, you got to hear it in Italian, then I'll tell you in English. He brings it to Jesus, says, here, here it is, Jesus, now sit on it. Because he's not going to make a miracle and make that a great loaf of bread. You showed your, your sinfulness, you showed your selfishness, your greed. Now sit on it. And God can say that to a lot of us when we have grandiose ideas and we think more of ourselves than of God and we think more of ourselves than one another. Get those ideas and you know you can do with them. Now, see, you didn't think I, I could say sit on them, right? but if, if, if I said that, like, you get those ideas and you know what you can do with them, right? So do that in your head. I can't say it in church, but you, you're thinking it. I know you are. So he goes to Peter. You can't catch fish. Put your net over there. Hey, now Peter, just think of Peter. He's a fisherman. He's got a staff of fishermen. He's got more than one boat going for him. This guy's an itinerant preacher. Yeah, we heard you made some miracles. We heard you did your thing in the temple. But please, you're a preacher, carpenter's son. I'm the fisherman. But something hits Peter. Okay, we've been at it all night, but at your word, because of your reputation, I'll do it. Trusting Jesus. Trusting God. Oh yeah, we're talking about Peter, but we're talking about ourselves. He lowers the nets, and you heard the story. 
So many fish that they needed two boats, and even those boats were sinking with, the, with what Peter was reaping for his faith. Now, don't go like that. Don't, don't think, oh, oh, if I have a lot of faith, I'm going to win the lottery, God will give me the lottery. Ain't happening that way. You saw what happened to Peter with the Gospel according to Rosalia? You're going to sit on it, that dream. But the dreams you have, we have, that are honest, that are Christian, that are just, those dreams will come true. No matter what darkness we've experienced, whether it's death, whether it's loneliness, whether it's divorce, no matter what darkness, if we hold on to Jesus as the fulfillment of our dreams, our prayers, light will come through. I can't tell you what the light will be, when it will be, or when it will come. It will come. But we have to do what Peter did, trust. What Paul did, trust. What Isaiah did, trust. He does have all the answers. Now it's up to us to take them in. As we fish, not for fish and crabs and lobsters, as we fish for one another to come closer to God through our faith. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus. Made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. When we talk about McDonald's combo meals, we talk about savory meat, golden fries, and your favorite drink. Now, the combo meals just got crispy, juicy, and tender with the new crispy chicken sandwich combo. And you have to try it. Get a classic or spicy crispy chicken sandwich with medium fries and a medium soft drink like Sprite for only six bucks. Promotion pricing may be lower than meal pricing, cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba.